That's right. This is another edition of the Waggle Podcast brought to you us here the CFL and CFL.ca. I'm Donovan Bennett. Obviously, I'm joined with my boy Enoch Mwamba, and we're doing something a bit different this year. We're hanging out in the Players' Lounge on Media Day talking to key players that are going to have a big impact in the game on Sunday. Real calm, relaxed as they take a break from doing their other boring traditional media they come through and chop it up with us so we talk to a bunch of bombers and a bunch of alouettes obviously we are neutral because there are ballers and real good dudes on both teams first up let's holler at some of the ball hawkers in this game up next Demaris houston and brandon alexander It is the Waggle, live from Media Day with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And we're going to talk to the Blue Bombers. we got to start with the Thumpers. we got to start in the secondary with the Ball Hawks. Air Patrol. That's right. And, and I'm going to say Mr. Alexander and Mr. Houston because they've, they've played big this year. First of all, welcome back to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers Invitational. That has become Grey Cup Week. Uh, how do you guys feel being back here once again? Uh I'm blessed. Um, I've been here three years, but this will be my first time actually, you know, participating in it. So um, just a different feeling, just trying to soak it all in. But, you know, definitely blessed. What have you heard from the guys to to kind of get you prepped up and ready to go once kickoff gets going? Um, at the end of the day, it's still ball, it's still a football game, but just on the bigger stage. Yeah. So um, just make sure I control my emotions and – just do what I need to do to prep and just keep things the same like I've been doing all season. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as for me, uh, you know, again, I'm, I'm just blessed to be here. You know, uh, um, I've been in the league for six years now and I've uh, been blessed to only play for Winnipeg for six years. So, um, you know, I've been seeing a lot of guys, a lot of guys seeing me grow up in here. And um, um, just to be on this stage, you know, once again, to, to lay it on the line for the guys again, you know. So uh, I'm just blessed in that manner. And, uh, now nah, nobody don't have to really tell me nothing, you know. <laughs> I know kind of what's going on, just making sure that, the you know, guys stay focused. And, um, you know, we just cherish these moments. You know, um, this week, you know, you don't have to go out the way to drive to somebody's house or drive through the snow or something like that to go kick it with them. Like, you can literally go to the next floor or, you know, you can go downstairs real quick, take two minutes and uh, be able to hang out. So that's, uh, you know, one of the most important things for me. The interesting thing, you mentioned the six years you've been here. Everyone's talking about, ooh, is this a dynasty? You know, they've been to four straight. But really, when you think about it, because you lost the year because of COVID, you guys have been here five consecutive really uh in terms of the length of time and a lot of the same names and faces what is different about this group in relation to the groups that you had come here in the past i believe the vets just they understand more you know each year that you get the opportunity to play you know and especially if uh you were able to keep a lot of those guys in in one house you know they understand what the situation is they felt um, the pains, they felt the happiness, they felt literally everything that's going on. There's even guys that's still on this team that's been here since 2015, 2013, 2011, you know, stuff like that. So um, those guys have seen, you know, different things and to get to this point, you know, um, and see what they built from there until right now, you know, I've been blessed to be able to come in an opportunity where uh, 
I had great vets around me, you know, and they showed me the way of how things work, you know, and um, there were times where, you know, there, were, there was no playoffs made from Winnipeg and things. And then when I got here in 17, um, I seen what that was, what a playoff was. I saw what a home playoff game was. I saw what going away playoff game was. I saw what losing the West Finals felt like. I felt I saw what having to go to everybody's spot to be able to beat them to even get a chance to make it to a great cup felt like. You know, um, I felt I, I've seen what being on top the whole time felt like. You know, so literally you get everything. And so I just think that when you accumulate the years together, like you get more of an understanding and more of appreciation of of how hard it is to be at this level and be able to be at this point right now. So uh, I just think it's it's more of a, a more of an understanding and, and a level of appreciation. So I need you guys to keep it 100 for me um, because you know you see my boy Knock here. He's wearing all black. It's a bit of a funeral <laughs> right now because everyone expected him to be here in the game. And towards the end of the regular season, you guys wanted them to dress everybody. You wanted <laughs> you wanted the smoke. Did y'all want to see them here in this game again to to really come back from what happened here a year ago? You want to answer that? <laughs> I'll let you answer first. <laughs> they everybody gonna always say that this is this gonna be a cliche answer. It did, it didn't matter to us at the end of the day. You know, um, come ask me that question when I retire. You know, <laughs> ring uh, is a ring. <laughs> you know, but it doesn't matter to me at the end of the day. I know it doesn't matter to none of our guys. Again, like um, it's all about us. And um, you know, we got we're appreciative of the opportunity to be able to put ourselves in in the forefront and be able to uh, afford us this game. You know, uh, we can't control what happens on on the other side. You know, and the same thing with our team. It's not like, you know, we play defense. We can't control what happens on, you know, the offensive side of the ball. We can only do what we do. And if we put our best foot forward, then, you know, the sky's the limit. So uh, we're here and, um, you know, Montreal played a, a, a heck of a game, you know, and um, uh, we're looking forward to it because, you know, they've been they've been hot, you know, and then they've been playing, you know, pretty good for the last um, eight to ten weeks now, you know. So uh, we're going to have our work cut out for us. So, Demare, talk to me about that's secondary, man, because y'all y'all special, and you've been special over the time. And you talk about being with Winnipeg for three years, and uh, finally getting a chance to be in the big game at this stage and this year. What makes y'all so special, and how does it feel playing next to guys that are you know playing at the level that you guys are playing at? Um, I say because the brotherhood that we've we've bond, it's not more, it's not just football. It's more than just football with us. Outside of football, we hang out like every home game like we're getting together we're whether it's watching film or you know going to bowl or just building that that brotherhood that's also helping us on the field um it'll definitely bring you a long way um i would say just spending time with each other and just building that bond so you're going to see a quarterback in the great cup and cody fajardo that Y'all have seen over the years more than teams in the East, quite frankly, in big games. What's it going to be like going up against him, not in a West final, but in the Grey Cup? What does he present offensively? Well, um, first off, he's definitely a gamer. You know, if you ever seen our games, especially when he was over there in, um, you know, Saskatchewan, that, uh, you know, they, they all came down to the wire at the end of the day, you know. Um, he going, he's going to make plays, you know, how, how is he going to make those plays? I have no idea, but, uh, he finds a way, you know, he scrambles, you know, and be able to, 
afford to, you know, prolong the play and, and, and see receivers downfield. And if he doesn't, then he runs. Um, and he's also, you know, hard to say, like a hard guy to tackle. You know, um, that's, a, that's a pretty big dude, you know. <laughs> so um, he's afforded those that, that team opportunity to be able to, to be in this stage. And um, it's just a testament to, to what he has done because, you know, if you just take the Saskatchewan, you know, prior to those two games, he would be in the Great Cup, right? So, you know, he comes here, he's in it now. And, it's, and um, you see why, you know, and um, he rallied that team together. So, um, like I said, it's just going to be it's it's going to be a different atmosphere. It's going to be um, it's, it's going to be fun at the end of the day. But um, yeah, seeing Cody Vajoto being there, I'm not I'm not surprised at all. You know, um, no, he put the work in and um, he's been through just like everybody in this league. You know, as far as when you you know starter and stuff like that, and especially at the quarterback position, he's been through you know a lot through his years, and you know he got himself a, a real opportunity now. And um, you know, I'm happy for him for real, for real. You know, so um, yeah, this is going to be exciting for real. All right, so I'm focused on y'all two in the secondary. If the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are going to get back to the top, what role would the secondary of this defense going to have to play? Go ahead, Small. I would say taking away the big plays, explosions, um, especially for myself, this has been just my mindset. Whenever the ball's in the air, I got to get it. I don't know how much he's going to throw at your side, bro. I mean <laughs> – if I get 10 targets, one target, I just got to take advantage of right, my opportunity. Right, right. I know all my guys going to get opportunities. So, you know, we just got to make sure we get our hands on balls, make sure we're taking the ball away and giving our offense uh, a lot of opportunities to put put points on the board. I think um, um, the cliche of the communication is important, but it's not cliche because you have to communicate on every play, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and you have to relay it to all your guys because not only do all the six, you know, DBs in the back end got to get it, but everybody else in the front end got to get it as well. So uh, the communication is big. And, you know, for the back end, we got to tackle very well. Um, they got a, a running back back there and stand back. You know, I know him very well. Me and him went to college together at UCF, you know. Okay, so okay. Um, he was that guy back then too. So, you know, um, he's, a, he's a bruiser and uh, he's sneaky fast as well. You know, if he hits that hole pretty – Pretty hard and pretty fast. Then it's it's gonna be a hard you know hard time to tackle. So um, you know we gotta very, we gotta tackle very well out in space and, um, and and be able to just again just afford us opportunity to 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 play on second down. You know um, you know there we can't give them secondness and three second and twos for them to be able to have the, their open playbook. Like I said, they got stand back back there, and then you got Austin Mack on the outside, and um, you know they you know they. They're a complete offense in terms of like they want to run the football, and then you know they if you force us to throw it, we can, and we have a guy that we can throw it to, you know. So, so I love the fact that you talk about communication because a lot of people often, you know, overlook the importance that it plays specifically on the defense, and obviously with um, you know one of your main leaders on defense and Biggie being in the situation that he is and still kind of figuring things out. How is it going to be specifically dealing with communication, kind of compensating for potentially his absence? Uh, well, this is the reason why we have this week, you know, to be able to at any point of time go down whether, you know, it's just not about our meeting rooms that we have scheduled for our coaches and things like that. It's about us too. Mm -hmm. We have our own meetings and when we get together and uh, we're not just – 
you know, always just film, 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 film. We we have fun, you know. We, uh, me and Evan Holmes were playing chess the other night, you know. So, um, but at the end of the day, you know, that communication is so big and so important because, again, like, especially as a professional, everybody's good, you know. Like you got here for a reason, you know. So how do you separate yourself from everybody else? Well. You got to get everybody on the same page. Mm-hmm. You know, you get everybody on the same page, the sky's the limit. You know, it doesn't matter what your attributes are. Your attributes going to show for itself because you already knew what you had to do on that play. You know, so um, to be honest, like, there is no replacing, there is no compensating for uh, Adam Big Hill. That, that voice is just uh, a unique, a different voice that, like, you know. You know what I mean? I know. You, you know, know. You know. know. So, um, and that's my guy too. You know, them, them 5, 30, 6 o'clock in the morning meetings, we we in there, you know, and um, I wouldn't do it with anybody else as far as just like, you know, how he approaches that, you know, the game, how he approaches, um, how he take care of himself, you know, and how important it is for his, his voice to be heard. And I understand that, you know, it's the same thing on my end and for the back end, like, you know, I have to say something. I have to make sure that everything is right so my guys can feel comfortable. I don't have to make a play the whole time. You know what my play is making? Making sure that the guys are getting lined up and they know exactly mm-hmm. what they do so they can play fast. Those are my plays. Lastly, before we let you guys get back to that film work and that studying, last year I remember this week being around the Argos, uh, to a man, everyone's like, got to win it for knock. Got to win it for knock. Got to get him up there on that stage crying those ugly tears. <laughs> right? So I, you guys have all, you know, a bunch of you have been through this. But as a member of the team, member of the staff, that you guys are like, all right, we need this person to experience it. I can't really put one person um I think everybody needs to experience it. And the reason why I say that is because, again, it's people like Demario Houston who hasn't been able to play in a playoff game for us, you know, that haven't been able to be on the stage, and this is his his, his time, you know. It's guys like Evan Holm that's getting that type of opportunity to do that, you know. There's guys like um, – Brandon O'Leary Orange, who haven't seen those things. You know, there's there's a whole bunch of guys that you got on your team. There, there's the guys that that been going through things throughout the season. You know, that has nothing to do with football. That this may be, you know, their opportunity to maybe let that go and feel something different. You know, maybe they've been hurting all year from whatever they that been going through. You know, from you know, whatever trauma or whatever things is going on back home, you know, and, you know, this is their outlet. Maybe this is their way to be able to push forward now and 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 start, you know, a new path. And so this is for everybody, you know, and, and, and this is just for myself too of, you know, like I really care and love for my guys. Like I do this to lay it down on the line for my guys, you know, um, just to, re- you know, just to say, you know, again, in 21, you know, here, Literally, you know, on the last play of the last game, you know, I end up blowing out my knee, you know. I couldn't play another snap after that, and that was the last play of the last game of the season. I put it on the line for my guys, and that's what I do it for. I wouldn't do it no other way. If I had to do it again, I'll do it again, you know, so, yeah. Heard. I think we need to get producer Pete to give you that audio so you can play it in the locker room pregame because you got us ready to play over here. I'm ready to go. Yeah, they're ready to go, it seems. Do you have a hip hop album? I heard. 
<laughs> yeah, I got um, I got what? a. <laughs> Mike, got drop us two bars. Like, give us a couple bars. Go ahead. I don't know if you give us a couple bars. <laughs> Come on now, oh, got PG. the music. I don't know if like when I first sat down, I got on the mic. I kind of like I was like, yo, <laughs> yo, like this. It kind of sound like I'm in the <laughs> studio hey, a little bit. You, know, so. you got a beat. You got a beat. Drop a beat. <laughs> I, I do not have a beat. But um, oh, man, acapella. Let's go. Ah, come on, come on, give us some. It's on real quick. Some light, man. It's break up week. Come on. I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I'll do it. I'll do it later. I promise you, I'll do it later. Can you, can you put down a theme song for us that we can use on the waggle next year? Um, give us like thirty seconds. So it's um, it's it's called you know uh for the it's called for the W. But if you think if you go and listen to it, it's it's more universal than it is what you what it sounds like. You know, um, and it's out. Right now, um, last time I checked, for real, on iTunes, it was number 26. Man, this your shot. Yeah, Give them a couple man, bars you know, so they can do a before, but before, before I do that, before I do that, you know, um, my, you said I have an album out. My album is called uh, Passion. Um, um, if you go to my, my Instagram, Brandon underscore Alexander 37, um, it's the link right, literally right below the, the bio. Uh, you click that and it goes to Passion. And um, I dropped that earlier this year. Um, go check it out. Like, don't think that I'm, you know, it's 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 real deal songs on there, real universal songs on there that you can play anywhere. Uh, if I got to give you some bars. Give me some bars, <laughs> man. Uh, let me see, let me see. Man, what? turn them up, man. I don't know. I'll, I'll do it lately. I'll do it lately. It's my, my, I feel like my universal song right there. So, right. Uh, got a different type of energy from you. There's a vibe going on repeat, but don't play, yeah. Then the mood right, ooh, tight, feeling is up. If the vibe going on repeat, then okay, yay. Well, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take yeah. that, I'll take that. He's coming. I thought it was going to be a little like Dr. Deal. Seuss rhyming, but no, he listen. really gave it to us. Uh, Dame Willard, sorry. look out. <laughs> it's coming for your neck. Hey, maybe, maybe we get something going. Maybe we get something going. I love I it, love man. It. I love think it. I know what they're going to be turned up to in the locker room if listen, they do get the W. Listen. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Appreciate you guys coming out. Man. Appreciate no you having us. The Alouettes have been on a rise throughout the year, but they really started to take off after they brought in a couple veteran defensive leaders, Darnell Sankey and Sean Lemon. We're going to keep the conversation going with the Montreal Wets. we got the defensive leaders. The difference makers. The difference makers. The my, difference maker my duo. How about that? Okay, I like that. difference it. maker duo. <laughs> I like that. Off the dome, too, Lemon. Guess what? Talk to me. You can't get to one without getting to zero. <laughs> that's deep. You do that, man. That's deep. I hate when go. you do. Appreciate you. Don't be hyping up. You sitting there, all right? Look, we're gonna get to the bars in a minute. If you, since you're a rapper now, but 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 look so, at this guy comes in with the cactus jacks on. Man, we have just waiting for him for 20 minutes. These old things. I <laughs> right, talk to us, man. It's great cup week, man. How does it feel, you know, being here? Because I mean, look, let's be honest. And y'all weren't even on the team yet when we were looking at the Montreal Awards thinking, man, there's no way they're even making the playoffs. And then some way, somehow, someone, you know, decided to make a phone call to you, Darnell, <laughs> make a phone call to you, right. and things started changing for the better. How does it feel to be where you are now knowing where you came from? I mean, I think it's just uh, just look at this, this staff. Look at the staff. Look at Coach Moss. You know, he's a guy that was fired last year in SAS. Look at uh, Cody. He's a guy that they didn't want in SAS last year. I think we just got a team full of dogs, just hardworking guys from top down. 
And, uh, you know, we own that. That's our DNA. You know, it's, it's just a team full of guys who've been overlooked. And, and it's personal to us, you know. How personal is it? Because we talked at the beginning of the year about did they lose Lemon's phone number? But did they not Shh. see the sacks last year? And that's the, the entire league. I thought, if we even want to go back further, I thought you were going to end your career as an Argo down the city. Yeah. You're going to be the, the man to help bring the, the buzz back and you, you, you bring consistent football back. Had you out here getting cuts at fitting room. People saw you all over the town. <laughs> I thought that was going to be your city. You've bounced around since. But now it seems like you're loved in in Montreal. What was it like for you when it's like, I, I know I can put my hand in the dirt and get after the well, passer. That's, that's the on tape. The thing is, is like, I can't control that. I can't control what another person thinks about me. Everybody has the right to their own opinion. I'm not entitled to anything. Only thing I can control is the work that I put in the offseason. And I know there's not another defensive end in the league that trains harder than me in the offseason. And my product on the field, I'm going to produce anywhere. You put me anywhere. You put me in a jungle with 70 animals, I'm probably going to sack 50 of them. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, That's just how I feel. That's crazy, That's man. how I feel. Hey, got to have confidence. When did you write that one down, man? We just, it's just top of the Always dog. coming with the sound bites, man. <laughs> no, I ain't mad no, at you, though. Because he, he's... <laughs> I don't know if you know about him. He's a social media influencer. Come on, oh, so, no, no, so, no, no, so he's no, no. he's thinking of like the the it's headline on IG. The yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants no. to show Sean Lemon. Page. Put yeah, me in the jungle. Seventy animals. I'm gonna captain. sack fifty of them. <laughs> and people will be like, "What?" Uh, but but they're gonna listen to the show though. That's right. <laughs> he, he knows, right? <laughs> but I'll, I'll allow you to be his hype man though. Mm. What uh, do people not know about him that? Either they're finding out or they should know as to why he should be the first phone call. For me, for me, when it was, when, when the thought came up, they're like, what do you think about Sankey? I would love to have him. He's the type of guy that gets excited for the average tackle. There's not a lot of linebackers in this league who wants to play old school, run a zone, I'm taking your face off. <laughs> that's what that's what he lives mm -hmm. for. And, you know, he's, a, he's just a junkie. We, I knew we needed a... Uh, a leader at that position, and when he was available, he fits. Go back and look at Coach Thorpe's past defenses, the type of linebackers he's had. I'm old enough to know that type of linebackers he's had. And you need a soul snatcher. And that's the number one soul snatcher right there in the league, right there, a linebacker, my opinion. So. <laughs> nah, these are, these are, you, you definitely a baller. And uh, I appreciate the compliment because Coach Thorpe yeah, once yeah, called exactly. me as he well in there. the past, you know, Sham you know, and all the guys. But he, he he always has a really good defense where he needs that anchor in the middle. What's it been like for you, though, coming in, you know, um, midway through the season and, yeah. and trying to find your space, find your place with the guys and, and establish that physicality that you bring to the game and that leadership that you bring to the game. What was it like, you know, getting into Montreal? Man, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, extremely blessed, man, and thankful uh, just for an opportunity, really, you know, to come up here again and uh, just showcase what I could do, you know. And like Lance said, he gave me a call. Um, <clears throat> Fajardo, a couple of other guys I knew, and um, – you know, I just I just feel like one of the main things that you need is, uh, especially at the mic position, is to be respected. You know, and I feel like um, when I came in, uh, I I had knew some guys already, and they kind of vouched for me, and they gave me that respect. You know, so it's like I didn't really have a, a real issue um, like meshing. I think with the guys, because uh, I think you know 
I've been up here a couple of years and I produced already. Mm-hmm. And then I just won a ring in the XFL and had some NFL experience. So it's like, you know, I'm humble, but I mean, you got to respect it uh, somewhat, you know. So, um, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm grateful and, uh, you know, I'm just I'm just happy, man. So but we need you to keep it real because you're giving us that sweet talk with the R&B voice, but what's up, man? You came in. What's up, man? With no sway. He's definitely an R&B dude. What's up? But but on the field, it's trap. Like yeah. you came in not tiptoeing around, loud, boisterous, leading from jump. Yeah. Where's that come from? Where, no matter who I'm with, I I got yeah. you. Follow me. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think it just comes from where I'm from, kind of how I grew up. I feel like I always grew up uh, kind of overlooked. You know, one scholarship out of high school, um, you know, small school, uh, Sac State gave me an opportunity. Never heard um, of it. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you know, that's what, that's what a lot of people man, go say. Go look at their record right now. Go look at their record right now. Sacramento State. You know, uh, went undrafted. Um, I felt like I should have been drafted. Went undrafted. Uh, kind of got bounced around the league. So when I came up here, I just really just wanted to just just take out wrath, to be honest, you know. And uh, I just I feel like I've always had kind of that mentality that it's, it's me or you, and it's not going to be me. So, you know what I noticed about this team? Talk to me. <laughs> they, they, not only do they keep receipts, they print them. Yeah. They ask yeah. you to email them as well. We they go more, home. We yeah. They yeah. put them in a couple, file folder. There was more a, receipts. Yeah. Um, there was a, <laughs> last week. What, what, what happened, happened last week? Last week. Oh, there's no way Montreal wins this game. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> oh, Who man. said that? <laughs> there's no way. Listen, <laughs> I, did, I, I, I yeah. did say that. I did say that. And don't worry. Uh, people have come at me in the comments <laughs> about it. So I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware. But listen, man, I, I'll tell you why I didn't believe. Because... I looked at the team throughout, and I was like, well, they're all right, but they're not real. When you look at playing against BC, playing against Winnipeg, playing I mean, against Toronto, we ain't have, they didn't have any losses. Wait, wait, wait. You, 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 you got, your, you, you got <laughs> one. So what, what did I miss? What did I miss in terms of the body of work where I said they don't got a shot, but obviously you did? Let me tell you what. I knew we had a shot. Mm. Sankey's first game, he played against Toronto. He didn't practice all week. He had a great game. He didn't really know the signals, the calls. They were coming in late. But we steady just got better from that point. You know, and that was a game we should have won. And that game hurt so much. Everyone in the locker room after the game, make you look around the locker room, you can see how much that game hurt. Because we feel like we should have won that game. Yep. And from there, we just vowed to give everything you got. And we just want to continuously get better. And it wasn't like guys holding each other accountable. That's when constructive criticism didn't become personal in the locker room. Like, no, nah, I need you to do better than that. No, I got to do better than that. That's on me. Guys were, weren't just saying it. They were going out there and doing it. So we just steady, just got better, just get better and better. And I think it comes from bringing a guy in like that. And, you know, so I just knew we were getting better. I knew we had them right where we want them. And they kept winning games, but they were playing bad football. So I felt like, you know, when you're winning, you don't address the small issues. So I wanted them to keep winning all those games. That game they won against Sass, I was so happy they won against it. Because you're not going to look at the little things, the small details that losses bring out. So that's how I feel about it. So that's why I knew we had them right where we wanted them. Well, my bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all Wait, good. But, it's all good. It's all good. But you you put it on 
on paper. You, you told us at CFL. I, I ain't doing anything crazy like you know that. What? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna run the table <laughs> and we're going to win what? the Grey Cup. I, I keep my that. thoughts to yeah. myself. We're going to get to you. I didn't want to keep it to myself because I wanted to make it known um, as one of the leaders on the defense that uh, my mentality, like you said, you know, I'm not a loser. You know, I'm a winner. So if you don't want to win, then either I don't belong here or you don't belong here. Cause I'm a winner. But I'm so, always follow up. I got his back. You know that's what I'm saying. So it's like <laughs> but I'm not gonna come out. Of you know, oh, it is on. what it is. I said what I said, and I stood on it, and this that's it. So I, I didn't. I mean, I just. But even even more so, like I don't think it's such an outlandish thing to say. Do you think you're gonna? Yeah, I think we're gonna win. What do you want me to say? Nah, you know what? Nah, we're gonna lose. But nah, we're gonna win, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So if you look at your Leader on the defense, and he and you don't like, dang, you know what? He's saying we're going to win. Okay, now I got to go out and do it. So yeah. it is what it is, you know? I mean, you should say you're going to win, but you said every single game, which is a little crazy, won- but you have. So I can't <laughs> even say anything about it. You over there Uh-oh. sitting there talking about <laughs> I, do. I don't say anything. What did you say before the Hamilton game? Yeah, you remember. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, you remember. Man. So that you did was, say stuff. So the thing oh, is, no, yeah, no, he, no, no, no. We, we all equal. I'm, so I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna give you a chance because we we don't know what we're talking about, right? Because I also, you know, like DB was saying, was saying obviously the Toronto Argus is gonna win. Sunday's coming, the biggest game. We're not even gonna make predictions. Tell us why. I'm assuming you're gonna go with your squad. Why? Why are you gonna win? And what is going to happen? We're gonna oh. play physical. We're gonna play fast, and we're gonna out hit you. That's just what it is. We're going to out-hit you. That's just what it is. That's just what this defense and this team's DNA is. You said we're going to play or we're going to win. I, I didn't hear it properly. My mic, my, my headphones. We definitely going to win. We oh. definitely going to win. I'm not, never, never backing down from there that. There we go. Come on, never bro. backing down from yeah. that. We're going to win. We Listen, you got to score to win. Two guys up here, we're going to stop you from scoring. That's what it is. But wait, it's not even about stopping you from scoring. Y'all Your score. defense is scoring. Yeah. <laughs> Enoch told me earlier in the year, great defenses – They'll take it themselves. If they have to, they'll take the ball, and if they have to, they'll score. Now, at the time, he was talking about his own defense. Right. What he did not know was that <laughs> was going to happen to his team by y'all's defense. We knew. <laughs> but but that we mentality knew. of by any means necessary, we got to see ball, get ball, take it the other way, comes from where? I just think it's coming from playing defense. I, that's the thing. Like, I don't – I look at the game different. Like, when I'm out there, I'm trying to, like – it's me or you, literally. I don't. I don't understand how people don't think like that. And maybe that's, maybe that's just me. I don't know. Like every time I hit you, I want you to feel it, you know. Or I'm hitting the ball. Every time I'm in pass coverage, I'm making a play. So that's just how I think. And maybe that's, maybe that's not other people's uh, mentality. But I made it known on in this defense. That's why I'm here, and that's what we're gonna do. And that's what we did. So for, to for, us, for nine turnovers. Was, yeah, for for me it was it started for us in practice, at, at a point in the season in practice. I'm like we're talking D linemen catching picks, the same play that I caught an interception against uh, Calgary that I can't remember what week it was. I caught that same pick in day one of practice, on that same play. So I think it's uh, when guys start to see the, com- the things convert from practice to the field, it becomes contagious. It becomes Sean Lemon saying to the DBs, yo, like, yeah, I got more picks than you. You know what I mean? And guys like, you know, Reggie, Stubberfield, they they take that personal. 
to Kawhi, like, hey, we'll catch you in interceptions. You know, and Moose see me score a touchdown, so Mustafa, I call him Moose. Um, him picking up a fumble and taking it to, to, to a touchdown. Now Luol wants one. And mm -hmm. it, once you see one guy do it, our team is just like, oh, I can do that too. So, you know, seeing guys like Sankey catch interceptions, it's, it becomes contagious. So you saw a guy like Sankey put on a championship hat and drink some champagne and win a chip. I watched it too. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it. You, yeah. you might be able to watch it with him. No, uh, I watched him talking about, yeah, uh, talking about when he was playing in the uh, – yeah, we don't speak about the other league, but, yeah, no. <laughs> he's, playing in, he's playing in the Juco League. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love football. Man. We talk about all leagues. Man. But but now now you could potentially pour that champagne on him, do it with uh, him. You got – Whoa. <laughs> no, no Chris Bias. You no Chris Bias. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pour yeah. your own champagne. KYP, DB. KYP, man. <laughs> now you can, you can get turned up with him. You can celebrate with, watch the confetti fall with him. Uh, you you got the chance to to double up. Yeah, not many people can do that. Yeah. Man, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's you know it sounds cliche, but I'm I man, I'm telling you, if people knew my story. One day I'm gonna tell the world. So the you book, know, book's coming soon. You know, Dang. yeah, I got a book coming soon. I got a, I'm, you know. <laughs> I'm just seller. thankful. I I know it sounds cliche. I'm just yeah. I'm, I'm proud. Thankful. I'm proud of him. I seen it. I seen know? the work when he first came in. I said you the first thing I said to him in Calgary. My first oh, day. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He said you're gonna be an all star. He says you're gonna like refer one of the. I don't think it was the first day. I think it was the first padded day, in training camp. The first day we had pads, and he seen me come out with my paint. I paint. It was more than the paint. paint. On, it was <laughs> more than the paint for me. It was a communicate. You see a yeah. first year guy come up here. And he's he wants to like he's that linebacker. He wants to learn everything the guys around him. Mm -hmm. And most guys they're like, oh, I'm just gonna do my job. And that's that's not you know at that linebacker position you got to know what guys are doing around even on all positions. Like I want to learn. I know the coverages. I know how much time I have. Okay, balls gonna come out. Quarterbacks gonna hold it longer here. Little stuff like that. When you got a lot of guys around communicating and understanding things like that, makes the whole picture of the thing looks better. Mm -hmm. Man, man, man. I, I love the fact that you talk about your story. and we, I, I'd love to kind of get what the most important part of your story in your perception, in, from your perspective. Man. But before we get to that, oh, okay. Lem, what keeps you going, man? Because we go way back. Oh, we yeah. go way, yeah. way back. Back yeah. in the Winnipeg days. Oh, yeah. But we go way back, and I've seen you bounce around and, 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 and you know, grow as a player, grow as a person, as a human being, and, um, and everything that you're accomplishing on and off the field. What keeps you going, man? Just adversity. Like, one thing in life that you're always going to deal with as a man outside of sports is adversity. And the true testament of a man is how he responds to adversity. You know, it's cool for everybody to be happy-go-lucky when everything's going right and everything's going your way, but how are you going to respond when things don't go your way? And I feel like that will take you longer in life and further in life doing it that way. I mean, I, I feel like I don't, you know, never gotten the respect that I deserve uh, until you look at the whole body of work and the productions. Uh, in the numbers, they're, they're there every year. That you see guys, people saying now, like, ah, Lemon's having a great year this year in Montreal. You know how that makes me feel? I want more because I'm like, yo, this guy hasn't been paying attention. I do this every year. Mm -hmm. So um, I just love to prove people wrong and make them eat their words. Do you do you feel like, before we get to you, D, do you feel like if at the end of the game on Sunday the Montreal Wets get get crowned, as the 2023 champions, do you feel like it'll be the most your 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 favorite ring compared to it the most other definitely ones that will. you have? It you think be. so? It will be because you know, you know, we talk like 
me sitting out for the first, what, six, seven weeks of the season this year, not being on a team, you know, not feeling like I was wanted, you know, so, you know, and then me coming in this situation and, you know, just working and grinding, man, just, you know, I'm a, I'm the guy that's going to bring hard work back. Like, a lot of yeah. people say it's cliche, like, <clears throat> hard work pays off. I'm going to show you why it does. Those first two months, did you ever think potentially it was over? Yes. I, I even said to myself, to my mom, um, if I'm not signed before my, after, uh, before my birthday, I'm done. My birthday was August 25th. I got signed July 23rd. So if I'm not signed by August 25th, I'm done. Still not done yet. Another game this year. More years in the career out there if you want them. I'm just going to put it out there right now for my analyst. Hall of Famer sitting right beside you. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, look at what he's done in his career. And once we win this game, it's going to be even more. How can you not respect that? How does that not go in the Hall of Fame? What is the title of your book? I can't speak on it yet. Golly, I, I, can tell you I can't. I, can tell I can't. I can't speak on it yet. But I, but I could. I could tell you. D A N D. Yeah, man. So D A N D. I can explain what a D A N D means a little. So D A N D um, means delays are not denials. Um, it's a it's a testimony um, using my life, but trying to help you know uh, anybody. You know, it just it don't matter if it's sports. If it's, it's uh, uh, your businessman, anything you want, you know, uh, just because God's delaying something in your life doesn't mean he's denying it. So I just, it's D-A-N-D for short. Um, you know, it's just a testimony. Anybody could use it, you know, no matter what your dream is, no matter what you want to do in life, um, you know, you get knocked down, you get back up. You know, you get knocked down twice, get back up three times. Like, you know, it's just, it's a matter of, it's a, it's a, it's a underdog story in a way, you know, like kind of, how I was raised and how I grew up, coming from, you know, public high school in San Jose to having a, you know, a very blessed career, you know. The Alouette fan base have been telling themselves delays are not denials. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've been they, seeing it. They, they used to be. I've been seeing it. They used to be Winnipeg. The Alouettes used to be here every year, every other year. Yeah. was the Alouette Invitational until now Calgary had a run, as you know, obviously a big part of that. Yeah. And then now Winnipeg has had their run. There are already buses planned to come down the 401 to Hamilton from Montreal. You guys have been in city, in environment. What do you imagine this week is going to be like for Alouette fans, knowing they're not just coming to party, they're staying while the other fans leave <laughs> for the big game? I think it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. They come out and they support us. They're out there. They're I didn't realize how amazing the Alouette fan base was until I actually played there. Um, just, uh, you know, those air horns, they, they already feel us. They already deny the air horns from going to the game because anybody who knows, plays the Montreal games, you know them air horns are going crazy. Uh, I'm just happy for them, man. Just happy for them and, you know, give them a product they can be proud of. Do you think the fans are actually going to listen to that? No, they're going to bring them in. They gonna, I hope they do. Sneak them in. Or if not, they can hit me up. I'll, have some <laughs> <laughs> I'll sneak them into my bag and, you know, throw them to you. Man, listen, regardless, horns or no horns, we know for a fact that they are going to be loud and supporting you guys and the amazing season that you guys have been able to give them hey, this year. I got a question for you. What do uh -oh. you got for me? Uh-oh. Oh, I got to tell y'all something. Uh-oh. Right? Oh, man. I started cramping up a little bit in the game last week. Oh, gosh. I'm on the ground. <laughs> 
What'd you hear? Get up, old man. <laughs> Who said that? It was you. <laughs> you you didn't even out. look. How'd you know it was me? <laughs> taking shots. I know that voice. <laughs> I've known you long enough to know that voice, and I know that you're petty enough to do something. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh, it's man. all good, man. Listen, just don't cramp up, man. Hydrate. Hey, get ready my, for Sunday. I need my dog of the week t-shirt. You got your dog of the week t-shirt actually right here. I need it. He wants one in advance for Sunday. There we go. No, no, you can't. This is from a few weeks ago. This is from a few weeks ago, man. This, this I Sunday, told you. We get a dog of the week letterman. <laughs> we get a letterman jacket. These are the guys you got to talk to, man. The producers back there. Sure but thank y'all for right, coming right. out. Be sick. Ball out, man. You get on. yourself one as well, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Come on. All right, yeah, man. I, appreciate y'all coming. I ain't got one yet, so. I sent him like 12 dog emojis. Every day. Yo, doc. Come on. All right. Thanks for coming, Sounds man. I appreciate good. you guys. A lot of fun. All right. We're going to keep the train moving. This is our conversation with Jackson Jeffcoat and Sergio Castillo. And maybe we'll do this conversation in multiple languages. Si. Yeah. <laughs> no, no speak English, so, you know, we can have some subtitles. <laughs> no, we got to. We got to. Sergio Castillo, Jackson Jeffcoat. So, have you been teaching him up on uh, Espanol? You know, actually, he has a good foundation. You know, uh, to start off, he started off well, you know, because he's dating a Latina. Oh. Right? So, smart man. <laughs> smart man. I, I told him, bro, you want to get straight? Get you a Latina. She'll get you straight. <laughs> you know? They, they feisty, though. You know? They very feisty. So, uh, but no, he has a good foundation. You know, every day we're talking Spanish and, you know, I'm sending him, you know, TikToks in Spanish and he's like, well, what's this? What's this? You know, lingo. So just trying to teach him here and there a little bit of, you know, the South Texas, you know, Mexican culture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is his uh, scouting report on uh, dating Latina correct? Yeah, it's correct. She's a great woman, a little spicy, but uh, <laughs> no, nah, she's, she's wonderful. She's wonderful. What is this... Uh, year been like for you to be you know a, a part of this group is you know they try to continue uh, the legacy and the dynasty yo or tu? yo um it's been uh it's you know in, in in life you try to plan all this out right you know before the season i i thought i was going into my second year contract with edmonton right and then just six days before the season started you know it's just you know bye and you know, very fortunate, you know, the chips landed where they did and an opportunity presented here. And I've been telling myself a quote, well, it's a Bible verse every day, right? And it's uh, Luke twelve forty eight. when much is given, much is expected out of you, right? And for me, it's like, man, I see all these great guys on the team, right? And it's been a great team for the past four or five years. And it's like, man, God put me here because he trusts me so much to try to match these guys level, right? And so it's just just to see what they do on day in, day out, year after year. It's, uh, it motivates me to try and be the best that I can be mentally, physically, spiritually as an individual so I can be the best teammate for, for my guys. Nice, nice. All we hear about from the outside looking in, and we want to hear from you now, being a guy that's, that was on the outside and now came in, mm -hmm. right? How was it like kind of like gelling with this group of guys? And you talked about how special they've been for the last four or five years. Yeah. How was it like kind of finding your place? Was it intimidating? Was it, you know, obviously I'm assuming welcoming by the level of success that they've had. But what was it, what was the experience like for you? So, you know, and I was talking to my wife, you know, I was asking her, like, how, I was trying to remember how I felt in 2021, right? Because I came in late in the season. And I'm like, man, was I this anxious? Was I this, this nervous? I was asking my wife, and she's like, no, Sergio, I remember you saying you didn't feel like 
you were much part of the team because I came in super late, right? They, they, these guys did all the dirty work, and I literally just came for the good <laughs> stuff, right? You know, and um, so and it's just you know when everything happened, you know, six days before camp, you know, I got started getting messages, offense, defense, you know, just people all around from the 204, you know, come back, right? Wide open arms. So just to be able to come back here, uh, a family environment. It starts with Osh, right? You know, and the way he, he treats us is, is tr like a true fatherhood, you know. And so, you know, him and Miss Osh, they do, I think, a phenomenal job bringing a family environment into a professional team, which is something rare, you know, to see in professional sports. So, um, you know, definitely coming back here, you know, happy wife, happy life, right? You know, my <laughs> wife, she was so happy because she knew that we're coming into um, – a situation where it was going to be familia first right and it's just and it's an easy you know oh we've got to build chemistry this and that but it's such a hard ingredient to come by um but it starts with osh mm. well it, i don't think it's coincidence that we have two head coaches in this game former players and jeffco you are someone who people mention if you want it could get into coaching afterwards now i don't know if you want those problems <laughs> but it's there for you if you want it but in terms of being one of the leaders in the locker room, having that open level of communication with someone who's been in your shoes, mm -hmm. what's that been like? Man, it's special to be able to, to, to talk to Osh and to understand that you can go back and forth with them about any problems that you have, any concerns you have. And he's been there. He's seen it. He's done it. Um, and to have such a humble guy like Osh, like you can, he literally will tell you like man I was wrong on that one I was wrong like let's do it this way and you you can do the same like it's, it's a safe space to be able to to argue to get in fights not physical but like to get in a fight with and then come back together as a team and we're ready to go I mean it's my dad was a was a coach he coached and and seeing like a guy like oh you're like okay there are more coaches out there kind of like, like my father was, a guy that understands how players react, players are, he's been in your shoes and is able to communicate in a way that gets to you. And you're like, I, I, I know you understand what I'm going through. I can, I can tell. And he's passionate, very passionate. And you can always see that on his face. I mean, he'll get up close to tears t talk, telling us stories because of how passionate he's about this mm -hmm. sport. So it's, it's been special to be here uh, it's really helped me feel like I could, I had somebody that I really trust. And being in Winnipeg has been special to me. I've been here my whole career. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I love the way that you play the game. And obviously it's, it, it's you know, it, it shows having a dad that's played. And I heard a few stories about your pops, man. <laughs> um, but I, I, I want to focus on leadership, which mm -hmm. is something that y'all have so much of uh, on your team and you've had over the years. Um, you know, we just recently started talking about the potential absence of Adam Big Hill mm -hmm. um, and him not being there. But to me, it's like, man, you have so much leadership that there's so many different people you can lean on. But what does leadership mean to you and how do you uh, kind of demonstrate that um, from your own perspective? From my perspective, being a leader is really uh, doing the things that people don't want to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, being there and, and making sure that you take care of the, the hard film work the hard conversations with guys, getting your guys motivated. I like to I like to pull guys aside a lot of times. Like we talk a lot of crap as a team and joke around, but again, I'm, I, I like to pull guys aside, 
and chat with them like, hey man, like you're better than this. Let's get this going. Like I'll I'll get with you after practice. I'll do whatever I gotta do. Like that's that's my form of leadership because that's the that's what I saw growing up. Mm -hmm. That's what I saw growing up. So that's how I want to get with guys. I want to get pull them to the side, talk about it. We'll go over. I'll do whatever you need to do if you need to do extra, and you want me to, you want somebody to be there with you. I'll do it with you. Leadership is easy when things are going well. It's, it's harder when things aren't going well. Mm -hmm. Take me back to the locker room in Hamilton a year ago after the game, after you guys lost, and into that offseason. What yep. was the level of leadership then? What were the conversations with the group then? This is Caswell. Yeah, Regina. Well, it sure. is the game it's in Regina. Regina. Right. So when in Regina, when we, uh, when we lost that, I mean, obviously guys were not happy. Guys were frustrated. But again, like this group is tight. So we were already talking about within the next 48 to 72 hours about like we got to come back. We got unfinished business. We got to get this going. And so, yeah, there, there were contract things that people had to figure out. But guys really wanted to get back together and make it to this point again. But not only make it to this point, obviously you play this game to win. So we want to win. It's funny you talk about getting back together because the cap is designed to not keep a group together. For sure. Quite frankly, what's it been like for guys continually to balance getting their bread and take care of their actual family with staying part of the Winnipeg football family? I think that's the hardest part. I think a lot of guys have dropped their egos and, and maybe not gone out to get the bread because – I hear this saying a lot. People think the grass is greener on the other side. But the, the reason why that grass is greener is because they put a lot of shit in it, a lot of fertilizer, all that, excuse my language. But they put a lot of extra stuff in there. I mean, like, this is this is homegrown. Like, we we, we watered it. We cut it ourselves. Like, we, we made sure that it was the best here. And so things might look better on the other side, but not always better. And we've heard that from guys. And so... A lot of guys wanted to stay here because of the culture, because of the coaches, because of the players, and because of what we built here in Winnipeg. That's, that's I mean, you're giving out the recipe to, to, to a <laughs> dynasty, right? And, and, and one of the biggest ones that I love, because uh, I've encountered it over the course of my career too, the sacrifice that you you have to, you know, definitely demonstrate and show after being as successful as you guys have because um, you you start to shine a little bit more for other teams and everything like that. Um, so you guys being together as long as you have, what's the biggest thing, uh, I'll start with you, Sergio, that you feel um, you've learned in a little bit amount of time that you've been with the mm -hmm. team, and, and then we can go with Jackson. Uh, composure. Mm. And, and, and I, like you said, it's so easy to, to be on a high when everything's going well. But when we were down 22 points to Edmonton this year, and then Zach goes down, and I start looking at the sideline, look Osh, I look at Yosh, I look at B. I start looking at all the guys. There's no yelling, there's nothing. It's like, well, we'll be good. And I was like, this is different, right? So um, to see that is just, um, just goes over the years, you know, of how the culture has been, you know, done well. Osh is the same guy that I met in 2015 as well, right? He has not changed. 
you know, in 2015 Winnipeg, we were bad, <laughs> right? And to and I think just to see how Osh has stuck to who he is, doesn't matter when he was here and, you know, now that he's doing super well, I think it, you know, resembles and it goes to to all of us as well. So um, the biggest thing I'll say is that This thing can fight adversity. Fighting adversity is a huge thing with, with us. Like, it doesn't matter what comes our way. It doesn't matter. We could be down, big. Like, we still believe that we're going to win and we're still going to fight through it and, 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 and find a way to get it done. Um, you got guys that are have played injured, played where you're like, man, like, how did you play? Like, you're, you're on one leg type type stuff like that and so we practice hard we 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 trust in one another and we know that somebody like the man next to is gonna isn't gonna have our back and I think that that helps us we're always ready to fight no matter if things are not going our way we know that if we keep staying the course and keep playing and keep doing what we know we're supposed to do that things will things will work out you know who's also ready to fight is Bombers fans uh, you dare say anything close to not nice, and they're going to come for you at your mentions. I already put it out there. I'm picking the bars just because I don't want to get flooded with texts all week. Uh, I think that's a bit different than 2015, where there's an expectation level from the fan base that we're going to win, and we're going to win with some style points. What's that uh, been like, knowing that you got a province that's caping for you hard? Uh, it, it's, a, it's a blessing and a curse. I've seen it not not here, but I've seen it in college, where like at Texas, the expectations were high. Everybody expected so much out of you. We had a coach in Mac Brown that had won so much, and we went and I think we went eight and five. They were calling for his head. They were calling for him to get fired, and he got fired. And eight and five, we went to a bowl game, and like they're like, oh, not good enough. And so I think. It's a blessing and a curse because the expectations are high, so you're always making sure that you're playing at a high level. So here in Winnipeg, like it's nice to have that because we know we got to play at a high level. This is pro ball, uh, but the minute this things go wrong, like they're on us too. <laughs> they're on us too. The gift and the curse. The gift and the curse. So, but. They love us. They're paying attention. They, that's what you want. You want your fan base to be paying attention. You want your fan base to know what's going on, at least trying to figure out what's going on and to be by your side. You want a, we, you want a fan base that's in people's mentions telling them, like, no, you picked the wrong team. It's us. So, I mean, I love our fan base. They're great. They come out, like, as you saw in the West Final, they were loud. They were loud. And they love us, and they're always behind us. Man, we know we're going to see a bunch of them uh, uh, game day. Uh, listen, we're going to let you guys go. But before we do, DB, I'm not going to let them go. Okay. Because, Sergio, you sitting on a chair where um, you got to drop bars when you sit there. Oh. It can be in Spanish. Mr. Alexander started the trend. You got to follow suit. Before you leave, you got to give Alexander's us a couple. Mr. Alexander's a pro at doing that. That's bad fine. Bunny, but now, bad I'm bunny. not even a semi You can go in Spanish if you want. I can't. How about I take Vicente. photos? I take photos. Oh, come <laughs> on, man. You can't disappoint. Look, that's the chair, man. That's the chair. That's what you do when you sit on that chair from now on. How many seconds? Ten seconds. What's your favorite song? Man? I don't. I don't. I'm a beat guy. You're not a. You, 
I'm going to say a chant from back home. Let's hear it. Chile, tomate, cebolla. Yeah. Nayan le gana la joya. Yep. Pro 956, saludos a toda la raza. Boom. I love it. Yeah, I love it. That, that's how we're going to end that one, Pete. Producer Pete, that's how we're ending it. Yeah. And so as we transition to conversation with the Montreal Alouettes, we'll start with a couple of their big playmakers, Osmac and James Fletcher Jr. All right, now we get to talk to some of the playmakers on the Alouettes during media day. We start with two big ones, and this is new to both of y'all. Great Cup week. You're here. This was the goal. Uh, what's it been like this far? It's crazy. You know, I ain't never been a part of nothing like this, really. So, um, you know, being a part of all this is really, you know, a blessing, you know. Um, I took that win last week, and I'm me and my team, we ready to go. So we looking forward to Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. What uh, what JJ said, I think more than anything, this week's uh, distraction. Uh, it's a, it's a stage. At the end of the day, we know what the stage is. It's time to get this chip, though. You get the chip, uh, then we can we can celebrate. But gotta lock in. A lot of a lot of noise going on right now. Business trip for y'all. It sounds like. Oh, for sure. So, knock. When we talked to Austin earlier in the year, he told us he was mm. going to be here. Not not just for the awards, <laughs> but for the game. Now you're here. Uh, What's this run that the team has been like for you? What's it been like the run the team's on? Uh man, it's been it's been up and down, right? You uh, this team isn't like some of the other teams, the vetted teams in this league. You know, guys have been together three, four years. This team is very, very new. Uh, we got a new head coach, new ownership, new quarterback, a lot of young guys, a lot of rookies on this team that are playing, playing really good ball. But throughout the year, you deal with injuries, you deal with finding guys, trying to get them on PR up and down up and down we finally got our team together towards the end of the year and we're starting to play really good football uh, and that's really what you see see us now playing elite football elite three all complementary football offense defense and special teams everybody on all phases is playing really well and that's uh kind of what you're seeing right now did you talk to us man what when, when it comes to this team like matt was saying it's a very unique team yeah. right the, the 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 guys that are in the locker room and i think it's a team from when i'm looking from the outside in it's a team that's been evolving and changing yeah. as the season will progress guys is coming in right um guys were hurt coming back on the roster right. and everything like that what would you say then um you've learned about this team as it does the season progress um it's a it's a it's a good mixture of older and younger guys but i feel like as the season went on we all got closer. We all learned each other, learned what we do, what we like to do on and off the field. Um, I feel like that helps everybody on the field. You know, you learn your, your guy off the field, what they do and, and their background and their family and if they're up here or whatnot. And we took that took that to the field, you know. We took it on the to everybody else and, you know, we just ball out. I feel like, you know, we got each other's back. So whoever, whoever on the other side of the field or on the side of the line of scrimmage, you know, they're going to get it. To add to that, I think you see resilience. You see guys that are hungry, mm, like really sure. hungry. And you, you talk about this guy right here, JJ. I mean, my guy, my guy, one of the talented players. You guys see it now. We did, nobody really saw it at the beginning of the year. He was chilling, waiting on that op. When that op came, you see this man because everybody's hungry on this team, yeah. and that's and that's one of the biggest things, biggest keys. You could have that story across the roster. Yeah, for sure. Back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all mm -hmm. want me. Whether it's the two defenders that you went and got off the couch that are making plays now, or the the head coach, the the quarterback who people, you know, slept on in the off season, we see that from the outside. But within the locker room, do you guys talk about 
the fact that you've been slept on for a minute? Um, uh, some people, you know, like, um, for example, Stubbs, you know, he was on the team during camp. We ended up cutting him. We brought him back a, a few weeks later, and he's been a playmaker ever since he got back on the team. So, you know, people like that and, and me, I've been on a practice roster, but I've just been waiting my turn. As soon as we get that chance, you know, we we go for it. We take everything we, we've been missing, you know. So I feel like we all got that kind of chip on our shoulder, you know, so. Yeah, I think it's just all all noted, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, we get maybe one dog of the week all year. You know, you, you see guys, see who they want to be their receiver. They see if receivers, they don't pick you. You know, you see things all the time. It's just noted, you know what I mean? Because these guys, is, like I said, we hungry. And at the end of the day, we're going to get on this field and we're going to work. And we're going to compete at a high level. And that's something that Jason Moss preaches all the time. So when we talk about the Montreal Alouettes 2023 edition, being on the big stage, biggest game of the year, what is it that needs to happen offensively so you guys can be crowned? Great Cup champions. Offensively, we got to stay on the field. Uh, Winnipeg's a, an elite opponent, man. They have a, a phenomenal defense. Their front, their front seven's elite. Um, they have a great uh, linebacker in Big Hill. Curious to see how his injury is going, and then also a great back end with uh, right Demario Houston. This team is played together. They mesh well. They communicate well. So for us, we can't beat ourselves in the foot. You know what I mean? If we're making mistakes and also have, trying to compete against one of these elite defenses, it's going to put us in. Uh, you know, compromising positions. For us, it's executing on offense, number one. Uh, and for receivers, man, we need to make sure we yak. Uh, everything we catch underneath the ball, make somebody miss, yak, uh, create more explosives. Um, and then every opportunity that comes our way, let's make a play. You mentioned dog of the week. Who is y'all dog of the week? Who's the player in the locker room that maybe the league doesn't really know or understand but you guys feel like, man, they, they need a little bit more pub and some love. I mean, for me, for me, I don't know if you guys was watching, but Reggie Stubblefield this past week. Man, I mean, that's man Reggie got dog of the week last week. He should get it every week. <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> man. Look, yeah, look, look, look here. <laughs> but go on, go on, go on, go on. You're on the right track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to say for us, man, I think, uh, man, this defense, the way this defense is playing, Mark DeCroix, right? Mm. You get, I mean, all these guys, Sankey. I mean, this defense – it's playing lights out. And you see this guy right here. Every other game he's getting into the end zone, which is unheard of. I mean, you're not seeing that. And, and the type of plays that these guys are doing, I mean, it's, it's tremendous to watch and tremendous to see. So big shout-out to our defense and my man J.J. right here. And lastly, before I let you go, great cup week last year. Being around the Argos, to a man, they're like, we got to win it for knock. Had a great career. We got to get them up on that stage. With this group, are there people, whether it's player personnel, staff, coaches, people on the field, where everyone's like, we all want it for ourselves, for our family, for the commitment. But man, we really want it for that person. Is, is, is there any names that come to mind? I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, for me personally, I'm not thinking of it like that. Well, what we want is that great cup. That great cup's for everybody. Yeah, yeah, I know everybody wants that little extra 10K or whatever comes with it. I know my man doubled up last year, which is, which is, which is nice to see, right? But, uh, uh, you know, everybody wants individual awards, and that's going to come based on the game plan, but nobody's, nobody's pushing for that. The message is the finish. The message is getting this chip and, and doing it together collectively. It's going to take a team effort to beat this team. This team's been to four Grey Cups. We haven't been to it since 2013, so let's right. just tell you what kind of team this is. We didn't have an owner. We were ranked ninth in the power rankings going into this year. Come on now, we, we beat all the odds to get here. So we're not worried about no individual awards, we're worried about getting this win. Are there any receipts that you don't keep? 
No. <laughs> that boy remembers everything. I promise man. you. I promise you. I, I'm a little troll, trollish too. I, I'm, I peep everything, yeah. my guy. I promise you that. <laughs> Listen, man. We're excited to watch you guys play, man. Hey, actually, I'm gonna ask this. Now you talk about the last time you guys won the championship, and one of the guys that was a huge reason for it, he's on your coaching staff. What, has he said anything about th what this week is like, what this game is like that you guys kind of took hold of and, and kind of hold uh, close to you guys? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, AC, first time we got into the meeting room, came down and sat us down, and he was like, guys, this week's going to be full of distractions. You might even find time to eat, which <laughs> we haven't even found time to eat. We're, we're trying to, right? And he's like, there's going to be a bunch of noise. But at the end of the day, stick to your routine. Mm. Stick to your routine. Jason Moss said the same thing to us too, Coach Moss. He said, if you're a type of guy that comes out here in Hamilton and does anything different than what you've been doing, middle finger straight to you. <laughs> Seriously. Because you're the one that's going to mess up everything that we got going. He said, yeah, it's a new location. Yeah, we got some things we need that's going to be different. Uh, whatever. Lock in on what you do every single day. Come to work and let's go. Yes, sir. Well, let's go. Straight to the point. Have yourself a, a day. Enjoy Sunday. I know. Between now and then, it's all business. Yeah, for sure. But, but enjoy that opportunity because you earned it. No, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having us. Congrats, y'all. Two of the biggest and funniest players who are going to be playing on Sunday are Stanley Bryant and Jamarcus Hardrick. We talk to them now. All right, now we get to have the real conversation. We're talking to the big boys. The big boys. The people movers going into the trenches. Stanley Bryant, Jamarcus Hardrick, who we learned are, are, are fans. We, we're fans of them, but I don't know that they were fans of this. Yes. I go on YouTube, go to Waggle. Usually yeah. I just type in CFL and just look at things all night, but can't skip past the Waggle. Got to well, watch the Waggle. Well, let us know. Come correct. What What have we been wrong about? Ooh, put us in our place. Yeah, put, uh, them on, put us on blast. I'll, put us on blast, I mean, man. I'll, 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 I'm not going to say you've been wrong by anything. I'm not going to yeah. let you guys. This is a different space. I'm here to love and support. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I subscribe, yeah. I comment. Yeah. I see people who look like me, and I love them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need to make that a promo. Yes. That's it, man. You caught that? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not here to criticize. I'm here to like, subscribe, get more people to watch it. Great things. Go. A lot of energy. Oh, great man. talks. You guys, you guys doing a great job. Keep I love the love. Oh, I appreciate man. it. Appreciate it. Maybe we can get a raise at the end of this. There you go. To. They need a raise. To, CFL, which to camera to am I looking at? The Waggle needs a bigger production. <laughs> ASAP. Stop Listen, around. I think I know who I'm going for this week. <laughs> you know, you know. So tell us about tell about the the narrative in the locker room. How do y'all feel? What, what do you guys talk about? You know, what I'm saying when you look at this game, this big game, and you know the potential to get back to where y'all have been for so long. Right. Um, mainly we're just just locked in. I mean, not even thinking about last year. I mean, you you got lucky with that one. Ah, come on, you gonna slide that in there, man? You gonna slide that in there, man? He knew our plays. There's no way he knew where the ball was going that fast. What are you saying? There's a little bit of some spy gate going on? How did you know where the ball was going that fast? 11 years. In the run and pass? 11 years run play. Why is 10 right there? Pass play. Why is 10 right there? It's like how you be calling out the blitzes, man. You've been there for so long, yeah. man. You start to feel it, man. But, uh, but, but, but we, talk we to just, us. I mean, we're, we're just locked in like always, you know, taking it day by day and just keeping our emotions intact and just, just being ready for Sunday. I mean, I think, like I said, I don't want to dwell last year. A lot of guys was hurt last year. Um, we didn't we didn't expect that result. But um, this year we're just going to try to go out and, and, and win another great cup and do what we've been trying to do all year, just get to this goal and, and take care of business. Can I 
talk to you guys about your QB one because mm-hmm. if we're keeping it real, yeah, let's a do lot, it. A lot of teams don't love their Q. Takes all the money, complains whenever they get a hit, blames the receivers. Y'all love that dude. Yeah, yeah. Why is that? Um, because Zach is, is Zach. Um, he's a, he's a real one. Um, he's he's he commands the huddle. Um, he's just like one of the guys. You know, you know, you have some quarterbacks that's they feel like they're up here, and then the rest of us are down here. It's like a gap between us two. But but gap. I mean, but Zach is just just a guy that loves to hang. Um, he loves to compete like we compete, and I mean we love him from that. He he brings that 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 fire, that fear, you know, into the huddle, into other teams, and I mean just like we we try to do each and every week, we bring that fear to to our opponent, and I think Zach does the same thing. Mm, yeah, I, I say the same thing. Zach's one of us, just a typical guy who plays beer pong, <laughs> takes shots, <laughs> just hangs with the guy. We watch YouTube. Oh, you're exposing the man. <laughs> Oh no, not like that. Like in all, I say in all season. Then <laughs> I say in all season. There you season. go. There you go. No, Zach's just one of the guys, man. We work hard. We play hard. So when we play hard, it's good to see the quarterback come play with us. That's because we up. work hard and have fun together. Yeah. Man, I, I feel like the offense, the the running game in particular, goes to you guys, right? And, and the rest of your offensive linemen as well. But y'all set the tone, right? Um, what's it been like? Talk to me about the transition between. You know the goat, Andrew Harris, and, and and to to young, young Brady. You know what's that been like? I think as you can see from last year, you know things start off kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Brady was kind of seeing the things that like Andrew's saying it because sure. he's, he's a seasoned vet and he sees things totally different. But I think as we grew and grew each and every game, you know Brady came equipped to how we do things, and we came equipped to how Brady do things, and then. You know, he he know he he's gonna bring that physical mentality each and every game, and he just got better, man. I mean, he's he's young, um, he's very exciting to watch. He's special. I mean, I think he has a lot of great years ahead. I think he possibly could be the face of the CFL in the near future. So, I mean, it's good to see how he's he's grown over the year. Well, there's been times when he's been on a team with the Q, who's an you know MOP candidate every year. It's going to be a Hall of Famer as soon as he hangs him up. And there's been times when he's carried the offense. When it's a situation where you guys go on drives where it's just runs, just inside zone, outside zone, lead, trap, like not no draws, just hard runs. What's that like for you guys? It's like a dream come true. What you think about in the offseason, just throwing this big body around, laying on people. <laughs> yeah, the worst part is about it when he stopped running, he had to play Canadian football. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun to run around, lean on people. You get a yard, you get a yard of grace to get the body going, and run into somebody with your eyes closed. So that that's one of the, one of the things you work out for in the all season. You train for in the all season. Those long drives, you can lean on people, and you can throw this mattress all over people all game. So with your eyes closed, so you're not trying to get to the second level. You're just doing it at the line of scrimmage. No, you get into the second level. I don't think me and Enoch ever hit with our eyes so open. <laughs> <laughs> I think he can vouch too. We've hit each other for a couple of years. Yeah. I don't think we've ever seen each other's eyes. I'm, I'm going to say this, man. Y'all have so much fun. Y'all have so much wait, fun. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. We, we got to pause on that. So wait, hitting someone is like kissing? Like you got to keep your eyes closed? No. Uh, I, 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 you... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know any crazy person that runs full speed you and tackle with their crazy, eyes though. open. You got to be crazy. So I'm running that. full speed until I see well at the last second you do the ah. <laughs> So I don't Did know I if he's not keeping us open or not. You're definitely close, man, with y'all big so bodies. You go full speed and by the second before you make the ah. <laughs> what? What happened to see what you hit? 
No, you put it no, in no, God's hands. Your head is up. Your head is you up. Put it in God's hands. <laughs> you don't Listen, do that. We're telling the young kids, your head is up, DB. But your eyes get, you know, they close yeah, for a split can. second only. Yeah. Yeah. Like a split that, second. Like it's like, like when you're a kid, man, it's dark in that house, man. You're running through the house. No matter <laughs> one light on or no lights, you're running, cuz. Listen, one of the things I've always noticed playing against you guys for so many years, man, y'all have so much fun, man. Especially yeah. you yeah. two, man. Yeah. Every time I'm locked in, man, I'm ready to go. These two, DB. Every time I play against them, they always talking pre-play, after the play, and everything. It's so funny because they make you laugh. You're focused, but they make you laugh, man. It's been so cool. But talk to me about the brotherhood. Every team that you see, the unit that is usually the closest mm -hmm. is the offensive line, yeah. by far. Every team I've ever been on. Sure. Talk to me about the brotherhood that y'all got at the offensive line position and how it's helped y'all get the success that you've had over the years. Oh, man, it's, it's been great. Um, I got here in 15, and then it was a revolving door for the offensive line that we brought in. Uh, then we got Yosh in, in 16, and like I said, Patty's been here with me since 15, and it's just we the, we the last of the dying breed, I guess, in Winnipeg. Um, and then each year you bring new guys in, and they – they fall in line and they and they join in with the brotherhood. You know the camaraderie on the field, off the field. I think the camaraderie off the field is big for us. Um, we eat together, drink together, do other things together that you don't need to know about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we just a, it's just a, a big group, man. We love each other. It's it's definitely it's a brotherhood. I don't want to say it's a secret society, but I mean we we love each other to death. I mean no 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 way around that. Yeah, I piggyback off that like. We hang out so much. My kids call them uncle. His kids call us uncles. Mm -hmm. We do holidays together. We Skype in all season for hours together. Mm -hmm. It just never stops. It's really a family. All my kids know is the CFL. These are their uncles. When you guys do win, the parades are pretty epic. Have you allowed yourself to imagine what that would be like if you're able to do it this year? I haven't because he knocked showed me don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. So this year has all been about working hard, trying to finish it. the deal. Yeah. Yeah. And um, last year, I wouldn't say we took them lightly. I definitely didn't take them lightly. I watched all the film. I respect the hell out of them. Right. I just did not see that confetti falling that way last year. So I'm not going to think that far this year until the confetti falls because mm. Toronto showed me the hard way. You can get hit in your mouth. You can get a black eye. And confetti can go the other way. Right. Well, well, Montreal showed Toronto the hard way this they year. definitely did. They definitely did. Yeah. When you look at them as an opponent, yeah, what sticks out to you? Um, I say speed. I say speed, physicality, the way you want to play the game. I want to coach in the future. When I cut their film on, I see guys running wide open, wide open, like your hammers can come off your bone, wide open. <laughs> see guys dancing. I see guys hitting. I see guys having fun. When I coach, that's what I want to see, and that's that's dangerous recipe. Guys having fun, guys having wide open, guys having each other back, guys playing the game the right way, good things will happen. And I can say that that group, um, just that confidence right now is just skyrocketed. I mean, you got Sankey and, and Lemon, those guys stepped in, and I think just for their defensive sake, it's, it's been a big change. Um, those guys bring that, that veteran leadership. I mean, those guys have played in, in big games, so they know what to expect and how to adapt to those big games. and. You can see the defense been taking it and accepting that, and Thorpe is on a great job of putting those guys in position to make plays and, and get turnovers, so it'll be a challenge for us. Y'all swept them in the regular season. Yeah. When, when yeah. you put that film on, are they a different team than the one you guys saw early in the year? Mm. 
Yeah, so, so yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, they have they have yeah. the same they have some of the same players, but I definitely say they took the right steps to yeah. be in this position right now. Right. I don't think no one's the same team they were in week two and week eleven, right. but they definitely bigger, physical, same people. I wouldn't say, but they definitely look better. Things things have definitely you can tell. Like I said before, things have definitely changed over there. Comfort um, in that scheme, you can yeah, tell they know yeah. what they're doing in that scheme. It could freeze the hell out of offense, but they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what, what what's What's more, what's better for you guys? What do you enjoy more? Mm -hmm. Blocking for a 50 yard gain or pa uh, block, uh, pass blocking for a 50 yard catch? It depends how long it takes the ball to get his hand on the pass. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It takes take two seconds, I'll take that every time. Yeah. <laughs> well, you back there fighting for your life <laughs> on a 10 step drop. Easy work. And TSN could be your next replay. <laughs> I'll take the run play. <laughs> So it's a gift for the curse, but I, I agree with him. I take the real play every time. That's what's up. You want to lean on God, yeah. man. That 10-yard drop back, buddy. <laughs> uh, you guys have a couple players who are up for some awards. Right. I, I know there's a team goal ahead of you, but if some individuals get some recognition, what would that be like for the group? Uh, I mean, it would be great. I think we, we experienced that in 21. Um, also 19, so even well, last year 22, 22, yep. 22, yeah. So I mean, it's it's good for the for the team, and I mean, good for the league. But I think, like you said, the main goal is is get, getting here and actually winning the Great Cup. I mean, it's that's, you. That's on the thing. last four years is you. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> the last four years, I've been to the war show for you. <laughs> so yes, this year will go for me, no matter if we win or not. <laughs> So, yes, what are you talking about? Was it 19 or 20? The last four years, it's been you. Congratulations, sir. Oh, my God. So, I'm just glad to be able to play with you and glad to get some recognition up for the Stanley Award, no matter what happened. Much respect to Allen over there. So, oh, yes, sir. I'm, I'm asking a question that you may need to think a little bit about. Uh -oh. And I don't want to go too far ahead because, you know, we, we all learned yeah. the importance of being in the moment, oh, right? Yes. So, we're not going further ahead, but up until this point, and you could go all the way back to when y'all finally, you know, first joined the team, mm -hmm. if we were to make a movie, mm. okay. what's the title of that movie for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yo's got something. I know you got that sucker. I can't <laughs> you know he got something. You got all that great hair over there. Give me something, now. <laughs> you start back from 15 when I first got here? Dude. So now? Mm. I don't know. I I'm say, scared because say, we got a game this weekend. Say, you don't got to go there, though. You don't got to go I'm there. I'm scared because we got a game this weekend, so I ain't getting in there. What about the come up? Who? The come up? It can come back down, though. <laughs> 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 so I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> you be careful with your come up over there. You got lemon drops over there. Uh, we got lemon drops. Uh, let me say. The Michael Shea way. The Michael Shea way. The Michael Shea way. Bring back the coach. No, before yeah. he said that, I was going to say the Barmer way. Okay. The Barmer way. The Barmer way. The Michael Shea way. Yeah. What does that mean? What does that mean? The Michael Shea way, he doesn't care about the stats, the publicity, anything. He wants to win every second. He wants to win every meeting. And he wants to punish people. And he don't care about the score. He just wants to punish people and do things the right way. So the urban legend about him as a player, uh -oh. which, which I got to see, you're all a bit long younger, but even as a vet, mm -hmm. cemented 
starter, all-star, future Hall of Famer, wanted to be on all the specials, wanted to win every drill, didn't want any young draft pick to eat his food, wanted to dominate everything, paranoid. Can you see that player in him as a coach? I can see that in him. I can see him in him, but I can see he also carries himself that he doesn't want us to be too uptight and to think like that and be open to letting young players grow. But I can I can definitely see that in him. I would love to play when we've been greasy together. Greasy. (laughs) (laughs) Greasy. Well, I think you guys are going to be greasy on Sunday. have yourself a day. I don't have to tell these two to enjoy it. No, nah, they're going to enjoy it. Because I know they're going to enjoy the entire week. Yeah. Uh, enjoy the game. It's been a pleasure to watch. Listen, they came up here hyping us up. I want to hype them up. Yes. CFL. These guys need to get mic'd up. They need to. No, seriously. Nah, we nah, need nah, to hear. Nah, nah, nah. I, I want to hear Yost all game long. And what we, don't, we don't say nothing, though. We don't, we don't, the thing with us, we don't talk in the game. Hey, man, come on. Come on. Come here. Come here. I, I hear you. Nah, nah, nah. I hear you, man. Where you going? Where you going? I hear <laughs> all that. Yeah. Come here, Tim. Come yeah, here, Tim. Where exactly. you at, boy? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, but listen, yo, you sat on the chair, right? Everybody that sat there gave us some bars, right? Oh, you about to be a head coach. You, you, you're going for a coaching position down the road, right? Mr. Alexander gave us some bars. Ooh, I know you know. gave some grip bars. I won't get up yeah, there anywhere. Sergio gave us some Spanish bars. We didn't know what he was saying, but he gave us some stuff. <laughs> he gave us some stuff. You could give us a speech, pregame speech. Ooh. Come on now. You you some, come on, man. You you pre-game, coach. Speech? pre-game speech. Get us pumped. We're looking around. Yeah. Mm. Look to your left and your right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. If we die, we die. Oh, man. That's what you got for us? <laughs> if we die, we die. If we die, we die. Be no, yeah, I'd probably come. If I was giving a speech to a team, I'd come in and be like, you got to be willing to get a black eye today. The man who's not willing to get a black eye today will lose. You got to be willing to get a black eye today. You got to go in there looking for a fight. If you don't know it's going to be a fight today, you're going to come out with two black eyes. Mm. I'd probably come somewhere like that. Okay. Coach, I'm a brother. I showed up with two black eyes. <laughs> yeah, I, same. I got purple eyes. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't wait. Can't wait for Sunday. Can't wait for you to be a coach and just say, if we die, we die. Uh, well, if you ball, you ball. Have fun. Uh, it, it's been a blast, fellas. Enjoy Appreciate game, it, man. Fellas. Thank Enjoy you. the game. Thanks for having us, fellas. The cool thing about this Alouettes team is it's a blend of old and new talent in the CFL, Canadians and Americans. And the best example of that mix is our next two guests, William Stanback and Tyson Philpot, playmakers on that Alouettes offense. Stanback, you've been at Grey Cup week before. Mm-hmm. And every year I talk to you like, oh, I like being here, but I hate not being here with my squad, with my team. I need to be here. Now you are with the team. What's this like? Oh, man, it's an unbelievable feeling, man. I, I can't even wrap my head around what, like, what's going on and just the, the emotions that I have right now, you know. Like, I finally made it, you know. Like you said, like in 21, I was here, and I was just wishing that the team could be here, hoping I could have won the award also and had the team behind me. But I knew sometime in the future it was, it was, we were going to make it happen. And you get to make it happen early in your career. You get – uh, one up on the bro mm-hmm. as you get here. would have been epic if you were playing against each other in the big game, but that'll have to wait. But you've heard about what these weeks have been like through the family lineage and your dad. Now that you're here yourself, what's that like? 
Uh, it's, it's amazing. Uh, just growing up as a kid, uh, just seeing my dad's Grey Cup ring and just envisioning that as a, as a younger self. And, uh, yeah, I grew up watching Canadian football, so, you know, it was never the NFL. The CFL was my goal. And just to be here is just the emotions are crazy. Have you already told Pops? I, I, I got to get mine. <laughs> oh, most definitely. He was at that game last week. You know, uh, he shed a tear. He was so proud of me. And they'll all be here uh, in spirit to watch the game for sure. That's what's up, man. And looking back, man, it's cool to see that sibling rivalry and obviously now you can compare the pops too, man. Who do you think is going to end up with the most ring when it's all said and done? Yeah, it's got to be me for sure. Put I, it on record. Come on, it's got to be me. I, I, right I told Jalen, he, he's falling behind. <laughs> uh, it looked bleak in terms of this team being here. Slow start, then got it going, but beat up the the bottom of the league struggled with the upper echelon teams mm -hmm. but playing your best football at the end of the year is there anything that changed or was it just a gradual progression oh you could say gradual progression you know uh personnel as well you know early in the season we didn't have the defense that we have we didn't have the guys doing what they do on special teams and stuff like that so i just think like over the time over time and how the season progressed and the guys that we signed, like, you know, Sankey, Lemon, and stuff like that, that just boosted us. And we feel like, number one, our defense is, could be, I think, a number one reason why we're here. You know, without them, we probably wouldn't have the games we had, the stellar, you know, stats and stuff like that. And our offense gets going because of the defense, you know? So it is crazy. So, so in your opinion, uh, Tyson, what, what is it that the offense is going to need to do in order for you guys to come out on top on Sunday. Yeah, I think just uh, uh, establish drives, you know, not not have two and outs, uh, make sure we stay on the field, uh, give our defense a break, mm -hmm. and just capitalize when we get in the red zone. That was something we talked about uh, every, all year, was not being able to capitalize every time we got in the red zone, uh, settling for field goals. Uh, that's not going to cut it in the great cup. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we know the defense is going to go out there and ball. Uh, like we said after last game, we're not scared to punt the ball. We know the defense can go score if they have to. So just establishing uh, our offensive game and, you know, just establishing points. A year ago at this time, one of the bigger questions was, where was Cody Fajardo going to be? We knew it wasn't going to be in Sask. We didn't know if it was going to be a starter. Not only is he found a home, he's a starter in the Grey Cup. For you guys to see his redemption song this year, what was it like to have him come in and be one of the leaders of the team? Uh, when I first heard about it and seen it, I already I knew what he was capable of doing. You know, he was an all-star in 2019. He was the top quarterback, everything like that. So I knew he just needed somewhere else, just a new scenery, just to get to rejuvenate his career again, I believe. And I felt like he couldn't pick a better place. You know, coming here with young receivers, you know, you got an offensive line that's already known for their grit and how how much they, they handle things for us as a running back, like me and Jesh and Fletch and stuff like that. So I just felt like it was just – open arms for him to come to us. It, it was great. Man, oh, first of all, man, super proud of you. Mm -hmm. Beast, man. You Thank got, you, bro. This guy was my rookie. Damn. Coming in, hard worker, on special teams. On mm -hmm. special, you, you, you've never <laughs> seen him on special teams, nope. but he was out there making plays. That's how he earned you know, his strikes to get on the field. But now to see you where you are right now, man, honestly, genuinely super happy for you, Will. Thank you. Thank but you. when you look at your offense and, and you talk about Cody, and, uh, and and the leadership that he brings to it, man. You, as the with the growth that you've experienced over the years, mm -hmm. as a leader that you've become, um, what does it look like in the room 
if Cody's not there, like, is it just you speaking? Like, who who usually typically stands you know out? crazy? And, and, and raises their voice to be heard. If it's not Cody, to be who on, is it? On, to be honest, you know, I've never even been that type of person to right. be like, hoorah, rah, rah. You know, I try to just play and show with my actions on the field and everything yep. like that. I wouldn't say it's because I'm nervous or anything. It's just I don't really know what to really say to get everyone hyped up. But, you know, Cody has been that one to talk to us and get us going. Um, you know, and it's been great working with him. You know, it's been easy, you know, learning from him as well because he, he makes the job easy for me. You know, whenever we get out the huddle, he'll reiterate, re reiterate a play real quick, just say a number, and I'll know exactly what's going on, even if I'm running back to the huddle and I didn't quite hear it. You know, and he's been helping me with that, and he's been helping the younger guys as well. So, to be honest with you, I probably wouldn't say it would be me. It's always been Cody. It's, it's, it's always been Cody. The city of Montreal is desperately wanted this for a while you you felt it being in the city or in the organization now you might bring back two football championships the Carabin mm -hmm. uh, could win the Vanier Cup and obviously the Alouettes can win the Grey Cup what have you sensed in what is a football mad city mm -hmm. the vibes have been like with the football being played there right now uh, we're getting the respect that we feel like we've been deserved for a while um, you know we've been making it to the playoffs and everything but Making it to the playoffs and losing in the first round, losing the second round doesn't cut it. And, you know, the fans want something bigger. And they, we feel like they deserve that. It's been over 10 years since the last time we won. And we just want to get the job done. We, we're dogfight focused. We're zeroed in to the game plan. And we know we, we have the capability to do what we have to do to come out on top on Sunday. Man. Go ahead. Well, you know I'm a youth sports guy. That's me. So, uh, Tyson, I'm, I'm glad that you've been balling out. Now, lots have been playing well, so it's been able to take your mind off the dinos. Yeah, <laughs> talk to me, man. What's going on? What's going on in Calgary? Oh, yeah, it's been a it's been a tough little rebuild for us. You know, we, the boys started figuring out towards the end of the season this year, though. You know, went on a three game win streak towards the end. Uh, heartbreaker, uh, the way they lost out. Uh, I'm sure you guys might have seen. Um, but yeah, uh, I know I know the new head coach next year is gonna is gonna get them right, and uh, it's we're just it's a stepping stone, and we're gonna get right back to where we were. Because you lose all that talent at the same time. Yeah. It's tough to replace. It's tough to see UBC go and win a Hardy, too, for sure. Being a BC boy, uh, it's not what we like to see. There's a pain <laughs> on his face. Let's go St. FX. Come on. Let's go. Let's go X. Come on. There we go. We need more fans, man. Yeah. Doc loves that. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it any day of the week. But listen, I, I love that you know where you came from. And and similar to, uh, to Will, I remember you in, in the draft. Mm -hmm. And uh, coming out and, and doing what you did and to be where you are right now, what is it that you feel like has been the biggest change or the biggest growth that you've experienced to be who you are right now? Because you, you're an important part of this team mm -hmm. and you're an important piece of this team. And uh, you'll need to show up as your best self if this team is going to come out on top. For sure. Uh, I think it would just start with being a pro, you know, uh, coming out of university at such a young age. I uh, didn't really understand the whole pro atmosphere, how, how to handle myself, um, even last year uh, as a rookie. But this year, you know, I owe that to Standback, I owe that to Cody Fajardo, uh, just, you know, helping me be a pro, uh, understanding that, like you said, I'm a big part of this team. So I have to bring my best foot forward every day. You know, there's no slacking off, uh, no taking the day off. So uh, I think I've shown that in, in some of the games this year when I've gotten healthy and I've actually uh, touched the ball and, and been able to contribute. But I think, yeah, just coming uh, coming Sunday, uh, like you said, got to bring the best foot forward and just show show what I'm about. So you got teammates, and I know that, but you got a brother, you got a pops that have been in, in, in your shoes as well. Like, do you and, – and, and, you know, professional football is not a linear 
kind of, you know, situation. So there's ups, there's downs, and, and you've had setbacks and all of that. Like, who do you lean? Who do you lean on typically? I know you got teammates, but yeah. do you typically do you do you, do you do you call up your brother? And I had a brother too that played when I was playing. But mm. do you call your brother? Do you talk about certain things? Obviously, without giving too much yeah. away. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, I know he's going through the exact same things I'm going through. You know, both had hamstring stuff. Uh, both had just, you know, a little bit scared of what was going to happen, you know, early in the career getting hurt that like that. So it's great, you know, to be able to call on someone, know he's going through exactly what I'm going through. Uh, I can be completely open with him. But also my dad, you know, my dad's definitely my backbone. You know, he been there, done that. Um, any any little thing I have to bring up to him about coaching, about anything, uh, he always tells me, you know, just stick your head down, keep working. Uh, I was in that same situation. Uh, I just I just kept working, putting my best foot forward, and and I was able to win a great cup. So as long as you do that, you can get there too. When you said you completely open, I saw Stan look at you. I mean, you're not talking about playbook with your brother, are no, you? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah nah. he, he, he could talk with me for playbook for sure. <laughs> like, you know. But before we let you guys go, going through this great cup experience for the first time as participants in the game. So you know, we're gonna help you out, educate you a little bit, put you up on game. Okay. So. If you were able to do it and win it, your phone's going to blow up. Facts. It's going to be doing the Harlem Shake, just vibrating all night. Uncles, <laughs> aunties, cousins you didn't know you had, grade school teachers, all are going to hit you up. I hit up Enoch. He didn't hit me back for like three days. So that's where I was on the tier yeah. for him and responding to people. So take it from you're going to have to copy and paste the message. Yes. To send uh, to a right, bunch right. of people do that, do that, to, do that. to thank them real clean. So let's workshop that. Okay. Ooh. All the people that have poured into you, helped you got to this place, what do you want them to know? What's the copy and paste message you're going to send to them about being a part of your football journey that helped you become a Grey Cup champion? It might sound a little crazy. It might come off wrong, but I'm just going to say, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> like how Kodak is like, there. Kodak. I told you so. <laughs> copy paste, copy paste, copy paste. With a laughing face or something, be like, thank you, man. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's, it's, it depends on how I'm feeling. I, I already know, man. We win. I'm going to be singing. Yeah. I'm going to be doing all types of stuff. Backflips, everything, man. For real. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a good one because when I hit. Enoch up, he said, new number, who this? Like, no, I didn't even want to. That's a lot. He didn't even want to talk no more. That's a lot. My guy was doing a media tour with three trophies. Like, he's Serena Williams. He was like, stop, man. All the trophies. Tyson, we're not going to let you get away, man. What is the copy-paste message, man? First of all, it's got to be, it's got to be, you know, your brother, your pops, it's got to be a real one. But copy-paste, yeah. What you typing? Hey, I'm I'm saying thank you, especially to my brother. Yeah, I gotta say just thank you, and we're up one. That's like, oh <laughs> man, we're up one. Oh, oh man, I like that one. <laughs> all shots, all shots taken. For the sure. sibling rivalry never ends. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> Love it. Well, listen, uh, we're looking forward to you guys getting that opportunity on Sunday, and we give you flowers for all the work you've put in to get to this point. So enjoy it. Thank you, man. I appreciate yeah, man. That. Congratulations Definitely. and keep it going, sir. Yes, sir. What would the CFL be without outstanding playmakers in the passing game? We holler at two of the best in the game right now, Nick Dembski and Kenny Lawler. Well, we know we can't end our conversation with the Bombers without talking to some skills, mm. to some playmakers, mm -hmm. the, the guys who see ball, get ball. Mm -hmm. but, but first things first, got to do some housekeeping because you had Enoch's Dog of the Week. Every week you would give it to different players who – 
played their ass off, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Dembski, did you get one? He he don't be hating on me for some reason. I don't don't, know don't let don't let this guy La- don't let this La- guy Lawler, say this kind of stuff. Did, did you get one? Yeah, man. Big shout out, man. See? Appreciate See, that. Kenny got one. <laughs> I could have sworn you got one though. It's, it's, no, I did it. Look, I did an interview, I know, hey, the shirt was hard too. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate that. People don't know what it's like when you get to sit on this chair. You got to look at all the games and everything. Sometimes you do get a good game. I really yeah. want to give it to you, but then somebody else gets three returns. That's, you know what? That's true. In fairness, I do. In fairness, Nick, that's true. But but imagine having guys in a lot. Room, they come knock, man. You you promised me, man. Oh, no, man. See, but and that's where the bias comes from, though. You, you know no, no, I mean? no. There's no know. bias. There's no bias now. No, 16 and two. More chances are, for, and that's the other thing too. I, I I'm gonna give it to you when you your team wins. First of all, mm. right? Your mm. team has to win, and mm. then you compete with the other dogs on the other wins. Mm. So it's tough, man. It, it is tough. tough, but you know what's not tough? Um, uh, on the on the podcast this year, because you know you, you listen. We had our best Canadians did a draft. He didn't pick you. I, I picked I you. Gosh, I remember man. that. We, we had, don't, we had our, don't let him. We had our best. Was it for the, uh, the flag football? Oh, no, that's another that. one. For, that's oh, a, that, we're gosh. gonna get Kenny, to that. We'll be jumping in on this, we, man. We had our best receivers. <laughs> I don't know why he's on a mission we, to put a, a, a wall between you and I. I'm on a mission. You're on a mission. No, 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 no. no. We had our best receivers. Did that pick? I picked you. He didn't pick you. Damn. Then we picked a flag football team. I picked you. He didn't pick you. So oh my next gosh, year, is that I played with him too. That's my he's guy. Still not giving me. That's my guy, man. You see that, man? Stop it, dude. No, that's all right. Stop it. Next deep, year, man. we're gonna come with we're gonna come with Bennett's ballers, <laughs> just to make sure that you get the love that you deserve. Thank you. All right. If you don't get it, you gotta get on him now. All right. But you guys have been balling. You you knew the program. You've been around it before. Ooh. Went away and came back. When you came back to the group. Was it just like old times? Yeah, man. It was old times, man. It was nothing but love. Uh, the guys just uh, was just like, you know what? Man? It's time to go get it again, you know? And that's exactly what it was. Uh, nothing but love. A uh, whole bunch of text messages from the guys, from the gang. And, uh, man, and shit, we're here. Well, what, what it, was, was, it was scary hours for everybody else. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, wait, wait. They, yeah. they, they, they replaced him with Sean. And when now, now they went and got him back? Got him back. So, so what was it like? What was the biggest thing that you feel – you know, changed or improved um, as far as when you left and you you finally came back? Oh, yeah, that's that's easy. Uh, what I tell the guys all, all the time, it was just like one thing I loved about when I left and came back, I had to, I had to learn more nuances of what they created within the offense. Mm. Um, it could be one thing because, you know, going to the Grey Cup uh, three years in a row, we could still have the same offense from when we was uh, in uh, 2019. But it's evolved. It's different. The coaches want to get better. The players want to take on more. And, uh, man, that's what I love. Everybody here want to get after it. We got dogs all across the board. And uh, no one's complacent. We, uh, we're chasing greatness. And, uh, man, that's what that's, that, that's, that's uh, the one thing that uh, stood out. Love it. How's your role evolved? Because you come into the league, people are like, oh, man, he'll be like a gadget guy. But running the entire route tree, moving you around, getting different matchups still, handing it to you, what's it been like for you to see your growth within the offense? Yeah, I mean, I think it just came, comes down to just being on the same page as Zach. I mean, you know, the more trust he, he gets with you, the, you know, the more routes he wants you to run. So I've just always been open to, to learning and growing and just, you know, kind of adding more to my game, you know, seeing how K-Law plays, seeing how Dalton sees the field, even Sheed and Wally, I mean, we all kind of bounce off each other. So, you know, just picking and choosing 
what we want to do to evolve our own game, I mean, you know, it just kind of takes it to the next level. You, know, you can just, around you can just stop that. I've always been open. And he didn't need the rest of it. He said, I've always been open. <laughs> hey, man. I just, I just love growing and adding pieces to my game and just, you know, having such a, you know, well-rounded receiving core, you know, to work off and bounce off each other. I mean, and, and we're all close, too. You know what I mean? It's no competitiveness. I mean, obviously, we're, you know, we, we all want ours. But at the end of the day, you know, we all want to see each other eat, too. So. It's amazing. Man, I, I remember when you were back at U of M uh, with Dobie. Mm -hmm. Coach Dobie, yeah, he brought yeah, me in to speak Dobie. to you guys. Yeah, yeah, man. And I love the growth that you've experienced over the years, uh, Nick. And uh, so when you talk to guys on your team, every time, man, it's the brotherhood. It's the family um, togetherness that y'all have, man. I, I want you to touch on the selflessness, both of you guys, the selflessness that you need to have because you got playmakers across the board. I mean, Sean is down, but you, the offense is still a threat. What is it like and, and how important it is it to be so selfless, you know, depending on the game? Well, it, it just, as I said, you know, we really got playmakers all across the board. So, I mean, we know if the ball ain't coming to us, it's going to go to somebody who's going to make a play. And, you know, if we got to get somebody else open, we're going to do that too because at the end of the day, we all want to win. You know, we're all part of the same goal. We want to be at the Great Cup. We want to be here. You know, this is what we work for. You know, so that's kind of how I see it. You know, I, I don't like to keep secrets. I want everybody to be on the same page as, so, you know, we could just go out there and we can just be as one, really. Uh, for me, man, uh, selflessness, selflessness uh, plays a tremendous role. Um, um, it brings me back to when I had a big, a big game uh, against BC, and um, one thing that Coach O'Shea said to me, and also the media, was, uh, "Not every game is gonna look like this." Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, me, you know, I'm a, I'm a vet now, so I understand that. You know what I mean? Maybe when I was young, K Law, I wouldn't have understood that. I'm like, man, I'm trying to eat every game. Like, you know what I mean? I'm that guy. I'm a Throw the dog. ball to me. On, we gonna, we gonna get it. But. Um, you really have to understand that because at the end of the day, we got a great running back. We got a great receiver core. We have so many guys that can make plays that once you start getting into your feelings, that's going to take away from the key goal that we sat down and actually was like, what do we want to do? What's the goal that we want to achieve together? It's the Grey Cup. You know what I mean? So within games and weeks, you know, sometimes Nick going to be hot. We going to feed Nick. He getting it done. Sometimes Sean going to get it done. You know what I mean? My man, she going to get it done. Wally going to get it done. Brady going to get it done. So, you know, at the end of the day, you have to sometimes have to take a seat back and just, you know, your role has to be selfless and have to know that it's pertaining to the bigger picture. Yeah. Not every time is going to be your week, you know, especially here in Winnipeg. And I knew that coming back. Every time I knew at Edmi Edmi in, in uh, Edmonton, I had to get the ball at least 10 times a right, game if right, we wanted right. to win. You it's know a different what I mean? ball game. It's a different ball game, and I love it, man. I love playing here with all my guys. It's family, and, uh, and it's nothing but love. There have been some drives where it's just running it. Down south, uh, downhill football, which makes you guys basically offensive linemen for a minute. <laughs> There's some groups who'd be like, I'm, I'm tired of stop blocking. Can I run a route? But you guys seem to really like it. What's that like when you're going and going and getting a safety, uh, going and, and getting a, a DN or an outside linebacker, uh, and being a factor in the run game as receivers? 
Yeah, I mean, it just adds to it. I mean, you know, the more you can do, the more the more precious you're going to be out on that field. You know what I mean? The more trust you're going to get. You see run pitchers, well, sh now they know that you can see the pass pitchers too. So, and the other thing with that is that that's going to open up the game. You know, the more that you go, go and get that safe to the linebacker, the more they're going to get the eyes off you to, you know, look at the box. And next thing you know, you're going to be running down downfield open. So, for me, it just being a versatile guy is just going to add more to your game and, and it's going to create more opportunities for you. For me, <clears throat> it's just about that dog mentality, you know. But it's yeah, man. It's about that, you know. Who really has that grit, that mentality to go down there and block a DN and a linebacker? What are you trying to show on film? What are you trying to to show to the team that you know that we're playing, man? Not a lot of guys like to do it around the league. You throw on the film, you guys got you got guys shying away from contact. You know what I mean? Now nah, here at the peg, bro, we got a mentality and mindset that you know it don't matter who it is, anybody could get it, and that's what we show on film, man. We got guys like Rasheed Bailey. You got guys asking, "Give me the ball, give me the ball." Nah, he wants a block. Give me a bar block. I want to go bar. <laughs> no, for real, I want to go block a DN, <laughs> and I want I want to let him know I'm here. That that that's the mentality that we have, man. And that's like that's why I love it, man. Because you know we got guys that want to block. You know to to go out there and lay a hit on a linebacker or a DN. You don't know how much you get them old linemen fired up. You know what I mean? They come back to the huddle like, man, let's go. Like I'm gonna get one now. You know what I mean? And that adds to our success as an offense. That's different, boy. I, I, I hear Sheed a lot. Um, obviously, Biggie not being there on defense, it, it might change a few things. And we talked to some of the defensive guys, but I'm interested, man. Take me to y'all offensive meeting rooms. And, and take Zach aside, right? He's sick. He's home. He's not. Matter of fact, I don't even put that on him. His, <laughs> he's, he's expecting another baby. So he's at the hospital. <laughs> Who is, who's speaking up? Who's speaking up in the in in a, in a in a meeting room? Honestly, I think it's all of us. I mean, you know, we'll uh, we'll get we'll give the little uh, remote to Wally. You know, <laughs> Wally, Wally will be running that thing, cracking some jokes and whatnot. But really, that thing's just an open floor out there. You know, what I mean, I'll talk. He'll, K Law will talk. Sheeb will talk. I mean, we all talking. You know, we're just trying to get on the same page. But at the same time, it's like. You know, Kenny wanted to scram on us last year, whatever. But, you know, other than that, we've been together for the last four years. So, you know, we all, you know, we're brothers in there. We're really just in there chopping it up, watching football and just getting on the same page. You know, I, I love the meeting room with these boys. Yeah, man, the re meeting room is some of the most, you know, the funniest, the best times that uh, we get to uh, we get to come together as, as man. Um, last year, it was hard getting dudes to meetings, bro. Dudes didn't want to show up till 9 o'clock. I gave him sentence like I'll buy McDonald's if y'all show up because we got to get on the same page here, man. It's McGriddles good. to go to meetings, man. For real, it's crazy, huh? But um, nah, man. Here we got guys in meetings, um, just wanting to wanting to talk, wanting to say something. Um, and um, for me, I was never the most just like talkative person in the meetings, but you know, um, to go somewhere to to experience where guys don't want to be in meetings. And to now, you know, come back to where, you know, I might have been 50-50, that kind of guy that didn't want to meet, didn't want to say anything. Now I'm more so giving my input, becoming more of that leader. And to go on, you know, I get it from these guys, Nick, Wally, because those were the guys that were always consistent with that. Man, with the, when, we're in the lead, when we're in the meeting room, man, like he said, it's an open floor. But um, 
man, the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the leadership that really comes from the, from the receiver unit, um, it's, 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 everybody's a leader, man. Yeah. Everybody's a leader Special, and man. everybody's talking in that, giving their input. Cause like Nick said, we gotta be on the same page. And the only way we do that is if you give your input, you give your thought. What are you gonna do when you see this? You know what I mean? Don't be afraid to say something, you know, let me know. Because when we out on that battlefield, you know, I need to know your every move because I got to be able to play off you. And man, that's what makes us such a great, a great unit. It's really looking at the craft of being a good offensive player, being a good receiver. I think the difference between the college level and the pro level is you got to be a technician specifically. In college, both of y'all, y'all are able to eat just because of the gifts that God gave you a lot of the time. Now you, you got to be a technician. So I know you said the group's not competitive, but I'm going to make you competitive. Let's go through the actual skills that make you an elite receiver at this level and tell me who's got it the most in the group. Speed. Who's got the most speed in terms of that's That's an ongoing argument that I don't think will ever get settled. So. Well, tell me your take. Man. <laughs> in the group, in the whole receiver group? Yeah. I'll give it to J-Dog. J-Dog, that's J -Dog. easy. You know, J-Dog, our return specialist, man. We got, we, we, he comes in, you know, he... He got them feet on him, man. He, he, he's a burner, man. So you got to definitely pay attention to him when it comes to the speed. Okay, power. Power. Maybe Wally, honestly. Wally. Um, Wally she, always falling forward. Yeah, um, she. Ooh, she. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, yeah, man. Power. Yeah, yeah. Between those two. The agility, the change of direction. Man, I'm giving it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even wait. He said, before you say something, I need one of them. It's me. Nick, man, when it comes to them little jump cuts, you know, getting in and out of them gaps, he do it all, man. He's in inside the A, a and the B gaps, and he's also outside jet sweeps, man. Don't sleep on Nick, dog. <laughs> hey, bro, don't, when he put that head back, he, Hello. He, he's about to get out of there. Okay, the release. The release. I got to give it to him. On the line, off the line. You know, when you give this guy a waggle, he different. And then you have him on the line at the at the boundary. Yeah, he's going to get open. Yeah, man. This guy's run too many go routes open release, downfield, man. Release, making great catches too. Release game, I'll get that one to me, man. You see me in the field, in our, our, on the on the field. You know, you can move from side to side. You know, uh, as a as a Canadian receiver up here on the ball. Nah, man, I just I want to straight head up. I want, I want, I want to straight head up. You know what I mean? We gonna stay stationary. Let me let me see your feet. Let me see your technique, man. Cause I'ma work it. Man. I'm 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 I'ma I'm get up on you now. So like, yeah, they know they throw the film on. They they gonna see the press work and uh, everybody know I got it in this league. Ooh. Not just in the room in the league. Okay. And lastly, contested catches. Who's got them hands at the end? Mm. I'll say I'll say law too. I'll give it that to law. He's like, yeah, he right. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I ain't got nothing to add. <laughs> awesome, man. Appreciate you, dog. We have nothing to add, man. The group gets it done together, and y'all stay together. Yes, uh, Always. So, love. Uh, Shout out to Sheed Bailey. Showtime. <laughs> uh, love to see the brotherhood, and love to see you guys making plays. Uh, go have a day on Sunday. Appreciate you, Thank you. You sitting on the bar chair. The bars? Yeah. We yeah. Had so Mr. I got a rap? Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Alexander <laughs> giving some bars from oh, his new album. Oh, yeah, he did. We had oh, Sergio man. giving some Spanish bars. And, 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 
and, and Yost was sitting right there, and he gave us a pregame speech because he wants to be a coach down the road, man. You gotta what give you us got some, for us? Man. Damn, what I got for us? Get, maybe some trash talk? A few bars. Some trash talk? Hey, man. Kill them all, let God soak the rest. We out. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. Appreciate that. Man. And D10. So that's a wrap from us here on Media Day. On behalf of Enoch, I'm Don Bennett. Thank you for hanging out. But you don't have to say goodbye to us just yet. So much content all over all of our social channels and on our website, cfl.ca. That's the main place you need to go for Grey Cup coverage throughout the week leading up to the big game on Sunday in Hamilton. Don't miss it.